Yeah, we're good. Now it's on. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so good. Welcome back to you and me in a coffee shop. This is the show where we discuss love and coffee and shops. Soothing voices. Soothing voices. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Chantrell, for playing the uh, top hat over there and thank you so much for the rest of the people on the drums we don't have a drum set we have eight different people playing the different pieces of the drums my favorite part of this drum set is the built-in piano (laughs) (laughs) oh boy do i love it when they hit that piano with their drums dicks (laughs) you can hear the little click clack you can there's another instrument in there, but I don't know what it is. I think it's a guitar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to Conversation Therapy, a podcast where Is that me, what you decided to name it? Your host. Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Congrats. I'm locked in. This My brother made a logo, too, so I'm super Are excited you for free. Uh, really? Shout out David Lamp. I'll show that to you after. I haven't actually published anything yet. Secret podcast tricks. Record someone's behind and then do it later. I mean, publish them later. Asterisk nodding. <laughs> Asterisk nodding. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I'm your host, Michael Lamp, and I bring in uh, fun people to talk to me. Um, we just talk about anything that we want to for a while, and that's pretty much it. So who are you? Welcome to my hu- my guest. I've I've been here before. I'm a I'm a celebrity guest. You already know who I am. So I don't even need to say my name. You already know I'm I'm just that famous. <laughs> so. Oh, man, I need to figure this out. <laughs> so I have I have a soundboard that I downloaded, which has like hotkeys, but then to stop them, I press the space bar. And so I pressed the space bar and it went from booing directly to the jazz track <laughs> because that was on YouTube. Podcast tricks, free apps. Oh, yeah. I think I'm just going to start every podcast by opening whatever drink that I have. That's crisp. Oh, crisp. What if that, that'd be a great name for a sparkling water. It'd be a great name for a podcast. I mean, are you really set in stone with this name? Because <laughs> I was thinking I mean, something I... like crisp. basically 12. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. No, I'm, I'm pretty locked in. And, and the reason why is because I think that this, really the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because it is, in all essence, conversation therapy for me, where I just need to... I need some sort of outlet to talk to people and I enjoy having conversations. And this is, I mean, I, I don't know. Life is about finding the things that make you feel fulfilled. Like I went on a trip over the weekend to Washington, DC. Nice. <laughs> Unzip that sweatshirt I'm now. A little warm. Yeah, dude, it's hot. I was wearing sweatpants and I put on shorts. Anyways, went on a trip to Washington, DC over the weekend. Shout out Abraham Lincoln. He was there. I don't mean I'm not sure if he lives there, but his his monument was there. He lives there. Yeah, He's there. so he He's lives there. Massive, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Abraham Lincoln is massive in Washington D.C. Yeah, check him out. <laughs> so yeah, so I went there and like the car ride. It was we were there for like a day and a half, and the car ride was seven and a half hours. Yeah, so it's a long one. It was fun though because on the car ride, summer, my wife passed out. And then I was just talking to the other people who were in the car. And it was a really good conversation. Who'd you go with? Um, Hannah, who may be on this podcast. 
Hannah Lamp? No, Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown. Yeah, so she may be coming up as well. And then Megan Cahoon, who who knows if she'll ever be on the podcast. I invited I invite pretty much everybody, which I realize now is like probably annoying. <laughs> but hey, it's all about me, so you can I think, deal. I think people probably also see it as um a pipe dream or something like that. And they're just like people like refrain from that, you know? Like from doing something that they want to do. From doing something that is like I don't know, investing in other people's dreams. I don't know, but I think people have the wrong idea because it's just a fun time. <laughs> right. That's your only motive. The more I've talked to you about this, the more I've I've come to know that your only motivation for this is therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, my really, my all I'm trying to do is just talk to people and have fun. And if other people want to listen to it, great. If not, like I listened to our episode like three times and it's an <laughs> hour and 40 minutes long. And I had so much, I was like laughing. And it's a good then time. Yeah. I recorded with Rebecca and uh-huh. our episode was fun too. It was very, very different. Was it really? From years in mind. Oh my goodness. It was, it got serious like super quickly. And Uh-oh. then it was kind of like at a certain point I commented, I was like, this is, wow, this is, <laughs> this is so different. But yeah. Man, I'm glad to have you back here. I don't even think I said I introduced you. I don't think I... This is my guest, no, I'm, Cooper. I'm, no, don't... You guys don't even need to know my name. I'm just that famous. I'm just Special a celebrity guest. guest. Oh, my goodness. You guys already know who it is. All right, crowd. I'm going to need you to quiet down. I made it wow. pay $11 this time. Wow. Yeah, you can up the price because these Naturally. last two podcasts are so successful. I mean, if you could see my Twitter feed blowing up. I don't either. <laughs> it's one of those things where like everyone that I know got into it like really quickly and they're all about it. And then I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And there's never did. Yeah. But now I see so many people having fun and I'm sad on the inside. I actually don't have a social media. At all? I don't think so. I think I've got Reddit. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> I would never. Uh, what's um No. Who Who is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's about it. I have a few um, obligatory social medias. What do you mean? I mean, like one specific person. I'm not going to say her name, but it rhymes with Latrina. <laughs> Latrina is the worst. <laughs> the worst name. <laughs> the worst name I could have come up with. I don't know what, what else. The crowd it rhymes with Katrina, but with a C. Um, yeah, it's still not a good booch, <laughs> but it's pretty good. What does the audience think? Whoa, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Too rowdy. Dude, the audience, <clears throat> chill. So Latrina, yeah. who is she who must not be named? Yeah, she uh, um, just just wants me to get social medias to look at look at her stuff. So Really? Yeah. I would have never guessed that that would be a thing, like going into... But it is. It's not like yeah. I'm bad at it. I don't usually do it because, yeah. to be honest, I'm not very interested. But Does she post her own stuff or does she post you two? No, she just goes on pins and pins them to her board. And oh, you're talking about Pinterest? This is a I'm social about, It's well, the Visco one well. social Visco media well. you have? No, Visco as well. I've got Visco. And Visco? I don't post anything to it. It's like um, or a bunch of um, striving artists or people that think they're artistic go on there to post artistic photography and to be honest a lot of it's really good actually it a lot of it's actually pretty good because i don't think you'd ever like care to know what it was unless you were actually like 
decent enough to look out for something like that. And Katrina just uses it to post pictures, really. I mean, she does have, like, some cool aesthetic stuff, but I just go on there to... Photography is so tough for me to care about because I feel like... No, I don't don't care about it either. That's the problem. (laughs) Well, no, but people actually, like, post their own artwork on there as well. Oh, cool. And you, like I said, usually it's good. I've actually not seen a lot of crappy stuff. Have you posted anything on there? You do art stuff. Uh, like two years ago, and I'm still using that same account to look at Katrina stuff. So I bet it's still up. I've not really. You I posted something on there though. though. Yeah, I did a while ago. Do you get like likes and dislikes? Is it like? No, I only let like Katrina follow me. Oh, it's a follow based thing. I think so. I don't really know how it works because I'm never on there. Like I said, it's just obligatory. That's true. <laughs> Katrina, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. None of this is true. I got it out of the kindness of my heart. I don't know. I'm, I'm still talking about Latrina. <laughs> my apologies. Latrina, I get the two confused. I, <laughs> what if, okay, if you, if your parents, if your parents had twins and named one of them Katrina and one of them Latrina, I think that, I think your life is just the worst if you're Latrina. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> Uh, she'd she'd not be around anymore. (laughs) Just like how latrines aren't around. Yes. (laughs) Latrines are my least favorite kind of tree. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's an interesting opinion. What sparked this for you? I don't know what you're talking about. What trauma? Latrines? Yeah. Are my least favorite kind of tree? Yeah. How how did you get to this point? Dude, I lost myself on that one. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Oh man. So you were one <laughs> Taco Bell. All right. First of all, let me get up on my soapbox because I'm sick of people hating on Taco Bell. All right. People we hate all on Taco know Bell? everyone. All right. Are you serious? Everyone who's not 12 hates on Taco Bell, and I hate it because people are like, oh, "Can't eat there." I'm healthy, and I'm like, bull crap. Like, you are eating, like, trash at home. When nobody's there, you're face first in a bowl of chicken nuggets. First of all, who's making a health claim when they go out to eat anyway? Dude. Unless you're going to, like, some pretentious... I don't know. I don't, I don't think anyone... Like, I, I prefer to go to Cheddar's instead of... I guarantee that it's not that much healthier. I don't know. That's well, just... You'll, off the tongue. When you get older, my dear Cooper, you'll realize <laughs> that everyone pretends to be healthy all the time and nobody is except for like the five oh, people. Trust who have I already abs. get that now. I already get that now. Like today, um, I had this guy with the biggest beer gut in the whole world come up to me and told me I needed to eat healthier. And I was legitimately offended. <laughs> really? Yeah. It just out of nowhere. He's like, dude, you come in with a pack of ramen every day. And it, but here's here's why i was offended is we have two breaks all right yeah. and on the first break i always eat something healthy like i always have like rice and beans or just rice or just beans or just a ricey bean water or that you have just after the, the tupperware container sometimes it's just there but you know i no I, I i legitimately eat healthy during the first thing but then like i'm always hungry for second break still so i just pack something easy like ramen or mac and cheese but I eat a good breakfast. I eat a good dinner, and I'm, I was just offended. Like you're not a part of my life. Don't try to step in. <laughs> Maybe you just don't like this guy. I do like this guy. I don't know why it was so offensive to me, but it was just out of nowhere. 
He just came up to me and told me I needed to eat more healthy. Wait, so he just walked up to you? <laughs> yeah. And was, you were eating well, ramen? No, I wasn't eating said... ramen even. It was just like in the middle of the shift. <laughs> just out of nowhere. And that's maybe why I find it so offensive. Because like it was yeah. just unprompted and uncalled for. I like the idea that this guy's been going to therapy for three years. And he's been like, his therapist is trying to convince him to be a little more confrontational in his life. <laughs> and this and is so what he he's did. like, his one thing he's been working on. It's been three weeks. He watches you eating your crappy ramen every day, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to try to go be a little confrontational, but also be nice to Cooper. And he walks up to you, and he goes, uh, uh, Cooper, uh, Cooper, you should eat healthier. And you're just like, screw you! <laughs> like, I hate you, Bill! Walk away! <laughs> and then he was like, under his breath, I guess is what I'm saying is I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, he's... Yeah, the best part is, is he actually sees a therapist and he's pretty open about it, which is cool, but... <laughs> oh, man. Hey, the crowd is not very progressive. I'm not going to lie, okay? It's just whoever's lined up at the door. I had to turn away at least three people today. Wow. That sucks. I mean, I did add more seating, though. And also, I added a pair of headphones for you because last week it was kind of brutal. Are you trying to eat that right now? Do I'm we just need... observing it because I'm... Yeah. This, so Taco Bell. Looking at it. Yeah, so Taco Bell. So someone stole a base in the World Series. Um, good job. You you fed America. You did. You fed America. I don't They're know why I clapped when They're the audience They're probably here. socialist. But anyway. Um, yeah, so I went to go claim my free taco, but I knew that it wasn't going to be enough. And this is probably all part of like the Taco Bell, the the scheme here. Their capitalistic scheme is like they're like they're gonna go in, they're not gonna be satisfied, and they're gonna buy all of our tacos. Mm. So that's what I did. Um, I went in there, and I realized I didn't have my wallet. But I was like going into the drive-through, and I already placed my order. I was like, I want the free taco, and I want three beefy frito burritos. Ooh. Those are so good, and they're one dollar each. Ooh. So this would have been a three dollar meal with four tacos. That's so good. But then I realized I didn't have my wallet, so I backed out of the drive-thru oh no and i was like should i like go inside and be confrontational and just tell them like to cancel that order and i was like no the priority i already made it because it's really fast and so i walk inside and i pretended like i was a different guy and i was like hey you guys have those free tacos oh no (laughs) they gave me the taco and i really i tried to like mask my voice i was like hey you guys have those free tacos so they didn't (laughs) know it was the same guy So anyway, which Taco Bell was this? this is the one the same here. one. It was the Lexington one. Yeah. 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 That one's the worst, man. It is. It's really clean in there because it was built new. this year. But like I, okay, I went there. We got back. Okay, not I know that none of the people that went on the trip with me are going to listen to this. But even if they do, um, I'm gonna call them out anyways. Okay. They hate Taco Bell. They being Hannah and Megan. I'm doxing them on the podcast because they don't like Taco Bell. They're probably a little bit chubby, too, aren't they? No. (laughs) That's so mean. (laughs) Well, they're mean. (laughs) Torah Corporation. (laughs) If you say one more bad thing about Walmart, then I'm going to talk about your gap in your teeth, Bill. (laughs) Snap. I thought you were attacking me there for a second. (laughs) No, it it was just the first thing that came to mind. I don't even know why that. Like, So many people have gaps in their teeth, and like it's not even a big deal. Do I have a gap in mind? That's the question. I don't know. I don't think you do. Well, I'm looking at them now, and I hope not, (laughs) because if you do, then I am blind. (laughs) So, yeah, so I was on that road trip, 
Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, we're going to go, we're going to hit up this sweet, sweet Americanized Mexican food, which is, I love Taco Bell. It's cultural right? appropriation. Well, every food is. <laughs> I don't think it is. I, I think it's 100% American, but <laughs> I really do. Yeah. It are is there such Taco an Bells American in Mexico? Because they're appropriating our culture. Here's the thing is McDonald's is everywhere. That's that's one thing I've learned from every every place I've been out of country is like McDonald's is everywhere. Taco Bell is not. And nothing else is. Like that is the only really true fast food place. It is everywhere. Interesting. Anyways, so I was talking to them. They not on board. They're not on board with Taco Bell. Were they on board with Taco John's? There's like one Taco John's, and it was not in D.C. <laughs> Taco John's is not They're good. not opposed to tacos. They were opposed to Taco Bell. I think it's because they were talking about how it affects their digestive system. And it has been so long since I have had Taco Bell and then had a bad digestive day the day after. Like, I don't know. I think that's the thing that happens to people when they get older. Probably. Maybe I'm just taking a dump on old people right now. <laughs> but I don't know. I, don't, I think Are that, they older than you? No, they're not. But I don't know why. Maybe, okay, it's people with weak digestive systems. Yeah, they're weaklings. Yeah. You should call the herd in this situation. Just <laughs> tell them to get out. <laughs> I think that this is when um, Darwin was correct. Darwin, yeah. And he was thinking about die. He had they like a mission to... statement posted on his wall, and it was like, call the herd Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Just like two points. <laughs> I like the idea that he had this... He was like on site at some university. He was like, "All right, what am I gonna talk about today?" I totally don't want to. I'm sick of talking about all this evolution crap. Hmm. What about Taco Bell? All right, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. How does that tie into what I'm about? People should die if they don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I, it is not an unusual thing in my life for people to not like Taco Bell in the sense that they're like, "Oh, I can't go there." Because then it messes me up and all this stuff. And so it's become easy to hate on Taco Bell. Like it's easy to hate on any sort of thing. You know, millennials. Minorities. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like it's easy to hate on minorities. Let's see how the crowd feels about that. Whoa. I was thinking about. (laughs) Looks like there are no minorities in the crowd. Oh, my goodness. Or there are and you couldn't hear them. Listen. Oh, Oh, there are. (laughs) Yeah. So. I was like, we we need to eat a meal on the way there because it's seven hours and we're in the car for so long. And I was like, let's just go to Taco Bell. And Summer was asleep at this point, and they were like, no, we're not going to Taco Bell. I don't like Taco Bell. Both were of them they that were. firm about it? Yeah, they were both. I mean, they like you got political or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, not exactly, but yes. Not to get political or anything, but I don't like Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> in this political climate, how can you, honestly? <laughs> Liberals are quaking. <laughs> All these snowflakes. Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Liberals are quaking. I, honestly, I think that more liberal people like Taco Bell because they're the ones smoking weed and needing something to eat. That's true. They get the munchies. I was going to ask you if you ever smoked weed, and I was like, no, I can't ask you that. You can't ask me that because the answer is no. So. I haven't either, so we're good. <laughs> Woo! I have no urge. You don't? No. And I think, interesting. you know, to be honest, I probably would have gone through some type of phase if I stuck, if I didn't switch schools. I think that was a big part of it. Because if I like stayed with my... Where were same, you originally? 
I was a Minnesota Christian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is that has nothing yeah. to do with it, though. And yeah. it does have something. To, it has something to do with it. But <laughs> no, I should it, probably like bleep that out. But I'm not going. No, to. don't, don't. This I, is a good. This is serious. This okay, is let's serious talk stuff. about. Okay, that's a. Let's this talk is about a great Christian. Topic. How do we feel about Christian schools? Hey, I would agree with that. Hey, how do we feel about Jesus? Okay, yeah, there good. we go. We're good. And I don't think it's, I think it's the overall atmosphere. I don't think it's the people. <laughs> that's, no, no, I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the individual. Sorry. That's what I'm saying. I think it's the overall atmosphere that's, um, I can, uh, it, it emerges from that population. Like groupthink almost? I, I don't know what, what you mean. Groupthink is like in a crowd, people will do anything they want to oh, basically. Oh, almost. I mean like. I mean, like the the term emergence, like scientifically, would would be something that it ends up being greater than the whole, and it can be like an either a bad thing or a good thing. So I like I just think as individuals, they're typically fine. It's just the atmosphere that is produced as a whole just isn't the best. Interesting. We're yeah. talking specifically about how much weed is smoked at Mansfield Christian on a daily basis. The atmosphere is so <clears throat> felt like you get secondhand high the second you I, walk in there. I can't even see through it there. It's like it's <laughs> it's like I'm on a lake in the morning. It's so foggy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. it is interesting though. Like when it comes to like private Christian schools. Well, maybe okay. I have very little experience with like private Christian schools other than Mansfield Christian. Have you never went right? No, but I know people who have been involved at the organization there. Um, and I know like a lot of people that were like involved at like church and other things like that, they all went there. And I've got to say like most of what I hear is not great. Like there's good things about it and there's good people there, but like as a general, like as a whole, people aren't a huge fans of it in my experience. Yeah. Well, let me dive deeper into what I was saying about the atmosphere being bad. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. think when... Okay, so like me as an individual was a Christian. Like it looks good on paper to go attend a Christian school, but when you get there, you feel like and obviously like you're not gonna feel like this if you've gone there from the ground up. Like let's just say that I'm making a transfer to Mansfield Christian, like in the middle of my high school career, right? And yeah. I'm like, Yeah, this looks great. It could be an experience to increase my um uh discipleship abilities and you get there and then you realize how much you feel pressured to be not only be the like being pressured to be like the best person you can be is obviously a good thing. Right. But when you get so much pressure that it's like unrealistic, um, then you have to put on a front to make it look like you've achieved that goal. What do you mean unrealistic? Like the so like I think it's unrealistic to say that high schoolers aren't going to mess up. I've just got to think of like one example. What would be something that's like against the handbook? I don't know. Smacking your teacher's Having butt. sex before marriage. And I think <laughs> that too. That too. But I think that's a little bit easier <laughs> in terms of self-control. We well, can get away with that all the time. Really? It's a packed hallway. <laughs> That's <laughs> incredible. Where there's 12 kids yeah. that go there. You imagine they just like just got like... in a pack so that they're like, all right, Jimmy, it's your turn this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then like 
whatever, Mr. Brown is like leaning over, taking a drink from the drinking fountain, and it's just. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Mr. Brown? You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> well, great, Jimmy. We think you're gay, so it's your turn. <laughs> we won't tell anyone. What if that was how you found out that you, like, if you were gay or not? At a Christian school? Oh, it definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> if you smack the teacher's butt and you're like, yeah, my hand doesn't hurt that bad. Or you, like, brush up your hand against another guy's. Or, like, you're holding hands during prayer or something. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Okay, hand-holding during prayers is the most <laughs> sexual thing that happens at a church from the time that you are, like, in middle school on. And so, like, that is the, it's the strangest thing because it's, like, the most physical contact that you have with the other sex or with your own sex. And so you're just standing there, like, holding hands, and you're like, I'm going to marry this girl. <laughs> Like, Did that happen to you? You are mine. <laughs> wow. I mean, I got her. So. Oh, oh, shoot. Shout out me. <laughs> Word. How's the crowd feel? <laughs> oh, dang it. Let's go back to talking about Christian schools. <laughs> yeah. This is a recording of our early chapel experience. Too distracting for you, Cooper. <laughs> inspired by Claude Monet's Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Claude Monet. Claude Monet. Shoot. That's my favorite new rapper. This is a fever dream. <laughs> Dude, we're talking about Manso Christian. I don't know why you can't focus right now. I'll turn it down a little bit just for you. It's Cooper. too emotional. I'm um, crying. <laughs> yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Something that would be. <laughs> yeah, so I actually. I think it's unrealistic to assume that. Out of all the high schools that go there, which is like a decent amount, cumulative, <laughs> it's once it, yeah, once you count them all up, they've got like a significant population, maybe like fourteen high schoolers. Okay. And I think it's unreal. <laughs> That's pretty big. No, I don't. I don't remember what it actually. It's like a couple hundred. Not not terrible. A couple hundred from like pre K to uh, adults that live in Mansfield <laughs> Christian area. <laughs> <laughs> that live on Logan Road as a whole. Oh my god. But anyway, um. Yeah, I just genuinely think it's unrealistic to assume that every single one of them are going to somehow make it through all sexual temptation. Oh, right. Or even, like, peer pressure when it comes to drugs. And I think one of the biggest problems is, is instead of saying, we'll help you get out of that and we'll show you how you can use these experiences to better yourself as a disciple, which is ultimately what the school is about, is it's a discipleship program. Yeah. They, you're just kicked out. Once they really? find out about it. Yes. Yes. 100%. And oh, yeah. I heard there was some girl that got often. pregnant that got kicked out. Yeah. There was one of my class. There were a couple of my class. And there were a couple of my class that got caught smoking or something. And But here's the thing, though, is you go talk to them and it's like, as a Christian, they clearly didn't want to be doing it. Yeah. So I think there's like some social pressure involved. Um, and I'm not saying like mm. that that's an excuse or that's the only reason. But I think that that's a big that's a big part of it. <laughs> this, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at my own music that I'm playing. It's hilarious. That so is, anyway, yeah. yeah, I think that's so I think those expectations are unrealistic. So when you have those unrealistic expectations and you mess up and you don't want to be kicked out of the school, what do you have to do? You have to hide it. You have to hide it. And when you're hiding something that is like that big of an issue in your life, mm. whether you recognize it as a problem or not, like you're going to be a different person. Yeah, you're going to be 100%. completely fake. And that happened all the time. It is mm. impossible to tell who is genuine and who is not. And I, like I said, I don't think that's the fault of the individual. 
It's the fault of the overall atmosphere that occurs okay. when you bring all those people together that have the same standard. Like, let's not do that stuff. Mm. So you think you have to, and even if it's not a problem with the school system, but in the case of kicking them out for messing up, messing it up, mm. it is. But yeah, that's my ultimate point. I had, I definitely had a light bulb moment when you just brought that all around. That yeah. was very good. How does the crowd feel about it? <laughs> I don't know why. Wow. They, they're idiots. <laughs> the crowd's you so guys are stupid. <laughs> stupid idiots. How does the crowd feel about that? <laughs> why are they why is the crowd so dumb anyway this is what a free taco wait sounds no like. we can't do that oh, yet sorry. it's not the soundbite segment this is what a free taco sounds like <laughs> gross do you want it to be soundbites are you hungry no I'm, i'll just settle for mountain dew i think i've figured more about soundbites like what it's gonna be like cooper yeah let me show you what soundbites is gonna be like all right cooper this is Family Force 5. Welcome back to Sound Bites! It's the Whoa. favorite segment of the show! <laughs> this week, what are you eating, Cooper? A free taco. Take a taco! Crush it to your body! It's spicy! You would <laughs> The whole point is to eat it by the mic, and you ate a huge bite like a foot away from the mic. <laughs> Welcome back to Sound Bites. Eat at your house. Don't record it. It's a sound bite. <laughs> mm, this is a sound of an off-brand Oreo. What kind of taco you got there, Cooper? A uh, free one. Mm. Oh my goodness. If you don't take that phone off the table, I'm going to punch this Oreo through my skull. Wow. <laughs> I'm leaving it on the table. I want to see this. Well, okay. All right. I guess that happened. Uh, wow. How's the crowd feel about sound bites? Hey, okay. Hang on, man. It did get really loud really quickly. Which I think is, <laughs> that's a great, that is just a great description for the show in general at this point. It gets really loud really quickly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested like talking about like a Christian school because you were saying how people are fake all the time. And I was talking to a pastor friend of mine about this the other day, just about how Christians and specifically like pastors and people in leadership are never allowed to share their actual struggles because... Like, we no longer, like, when Paul was talking about his thorn in the flesh, he didn't talk specifically about it in the letters, but, like, he was openly admitting that he had something that he was dealing with. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel, I know that pastors struggle with things, mm -hmm. and they struggle with doubts just like everyone else does, but it's unheard of for a pastor to, like, talk to somebody and say, like... You know how crazy it'd be if a pastor said that he was struggling with pornography? Right. They would no longer be a pastor in that church. Absolutely not. And that's the thing is like you have to be kind of perfect but if you're a pastor. I almost guarantee that every male alive today that has a phone has at one point gone through some type of wrestling with it. Like it, if not just the slight temptation in their head. Yeah. yeah. I almost guarantee it. Absolutely. And like that would be the And least. so it, I think at least that makes it a relevant thing. To, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's not greater than any other sin. Right, and pastors, we're just so fake about stuff. Not in the sense that we 
are like with each other because the most honest and real conversations that I have ever had have been with other pastors because you just get raw about stuff. So like the other day, talking with a couple guys, um, not that I believe that a pastor has to be a guy, which is a separate issue. Let's just get real divisive here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I was talking with a couple guys and we were talking and one of us said like, man, on the days when I feel like all of this is real and that God exists, I do really well. But on the days when I feel like none of this is real and none of that like this doesn't matter, it kind of sucks. Like the fact that I could have that open conversation with somebody and like both of us were both like, dude, yes, a hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. because I think there's definitely like pastors tend to be people who feel more strongly and they feel convicted more fully to like do things. And so that's why you choose <clears throat> the profession that lines up with like what you believe as a faith, like as a religion. Right. And so you just naturally are more prone to like 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 not crises of faith but kind of you're more prone to like thinking more fully about other religions like there are so many christians out there and i could talk to them and be like hey tell me more than just one sentence about any other religion they would have no idea like they've never thought about anything other than their own thing which sucks and that was that was another problem i had with myself christian was my ultimate choice for leaving and um again i don't think this is really the fault of the individual as much as it is the atmosphere they're in and probably how they were raised as well. Um, yeah. But they, <clears throat> they would have a big problem with not discussing other religions. Like they, they had no problem with that. Um, but like, let's say someone was wrestling with doubt. I mm. think it's a good idea to explore other religions more deeply than just not necessarily other religions, but like other, <laughs> <laughs> but like other other fields of belief um just so you aren't living in a box because i think that ultimately makes your faith stronger is when you legitimately wrestle with other things oh, and 100%. the reason i say this though too is because like if god is god then your ultimate conclusion will be to praise him no matter what. So yeah. if you're truly exploring other routes, it should not be an issue. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they didn't even want to explore other areas or other possibilities really upset me. Yeah. Because I was legitimately, I, I wouldn't even call it a struggle. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely struggle to it, but um, in my science classes there, I was really captivated by these other theories and other possibilities and then it occurred to me that not all of them were necessarily in conflict with the bible so why are they being talked to like they are and that was upsetting because they are definitely six thousand year earthists um literal creationists Mm -hmm. and so even wanting to explore that other route was not you you weren't allowed like you'd get almost in trouble for it yeah and but like now my ultimate conclusion is now is like that's not the foundation of the bible it's jesus dying on the cross so i don't even care which way it goes right but definitely then like it was worthwhile for me to be exploring and i wish that someone would have talked to me and set their bias aside so that i could actually wrestle with it instead Mm -hmm. of just being told i was wrong so that was upsetting yeah and that's why i left because that was probably one of the biggest reasons was it your decision to leave yeah, I told my parents I wanted to go to Ontario because I knew all the Ontario kids, for one, Yeah, um, at least in my grade, because I was on the swim team and they shared Ontario's pool. So I knew a lot of the kids on the swim team and also my mom just being a librarian, she like connected me with other kids that were there that she thought I'd like. Right. So 
I knew some kids there. I knew a decent amount of them. So, so your mom is the high school librarian. Yeah. But do you know what she did before that? She was probably an English teacher. I don't know. Oh, sex ed? Yeah. She still does that. She Okay, she was my seventh or eighth grade sex ed teacher, mm-hmm. which like you already know what sex is because there are already people who are pregnant basically at that what? age. What? What is sex? <laughs> <laughs> a great question. Let's go to the crowd. Crowd, what is sex? Wow. A bunch of Christians They went to a here. Christian school too. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's like one of my first memories of your mom is like her sex. teaching sex ed to me in this classroom of idiots. And so like at a certain point in the class – um, we, she like asked the question, like, I need you guys to like choose one guy and one girl who you think will be good parents when they get older. And I was the oh, guy. That, no, she didn't. Yeah. No, like you had to go pick out a girl. No, the class all pointed at somebody. Oh, okay, so the class, okay. it was very communist. So everyone was right. like, this will be the best. This will be the best. Right. And so I was the guy and there's this other girl. And so the situation that she put me in. In like seventh grade was I'm standing up there in front of a class. I came out of homeschool in fifth grade. So I still have oh, no man. idea who I am. Right. And so I'm there like the most awkward small child, like in the front of this classroom. And she pulls a mini skirt out of her bag and says to me, pretending to be my daughter, air quotes daughter in this scenario and goes like something like, Hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to wear this. And then she was like, all right, now what do you say to that? And I was like, I don't know. And like, I'm getting embarrassed. And so like, I am beat red at this point. <laughs> like oh my super gosh. embarrassed, like in front of this class and everyone's like, Oh, Michael's blushing. And I was just like, I don't know. I uh, probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> probably don't. <laughs> and like, I have no idea what I said, but I remember that memory so distinctly. And I, wow. I <laughs> it's so funny to me because it's like, that is the memory that I have of your mom. And then my older sister became good friends with your mom, like throughout high school and everything. And I was just like, man, like, my Becca only... was friends with my mom. Yeah, dude. She spent so much time in the library. I did not know that. I thought it was just Katrina. Lat- Latrina. Yeah, Latrina. How dare you? How my dare apologies. you dox her on this podcast? With that hundreds of thousands of people will be listening to. Hear that, sponsors? Hear that, sponsors? If you want to sponsor sound bites, send us in food. Taco Bell's already sponsoring. I suppose that. Who's in the World Series? They gave us they gave us this for free because they knew we were doing a podcast. Yeah, but who's in the World Series though? Because they're technically sponsoring because they stole the base. That's true. I don't know what his name is. It starts with the T, I think. Mm, Tyler, Trevin. <laughs> <laughs> it was TT. Tyler Trevin, Junior. Tartmouth Junior. 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 It's my least favorite thing to hear when I'm playing guitar. Oh, wow. That was good. It. No, it wasn't. It, it was. It was good. I think the crowd had the right reaction, to be honest. I hate myself a little bit. Oh. We were talking about something before this. We are talking about school. We were talking about your mom. Ooh. Boom. Dude. Roasted. We were talking about Joe. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Joe Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> you genu- I for that. You genuinely did not no! see that coming. The crowd loves it. They're laughing oh. so hard. Oh man! Wow, you really didn't see that. <laughs> okay, I get it. All right, all right, that's fair. Wow. 
That's the first time I've ever used that. I'm serious. Oh, I've never man. made a Joe Mama. We joke. are basically 12. We are basically 12. Okay. Make that your subtitle or something. <laughs> that was the title of the first episode. Oh, right. We have Which to come up with the title of the second one, so we need to move on. Different second joke. one. You think you're my only guest? Oh, my apologies. Kind of. Our second one, collectively, mm. as a couple. Our second one. Our second one is... Mm, she's the real weird your one. Your gay voice is too real, dude. Start out, Christian. <laughs> wow. I'm impressed. Your gay voice is too real. It's impressive. Sometimes. Not going to make that joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you get all bit of this little croix. Ugh. I hate people who drink LaCroix, and now I drink LaCroix. <laughs> Stuck in my throat. Little throat friend. <laughs> throat friend. You ever have one of those crawls out of one of the holes in your lungs and becomes your throat friend for a little bit till you spit them oh, out? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Those guys. Mm, yeah. Throat friend. Throat friend. I've never given it a name before. Yeah, it definitely just, it crawls out, and you're like, where did you come from? And then you got like, you're like, I'll talk like this for a second. <laughs> I love when like, people are having conversation. It's like somebody giving a speech, and they're like, anyways, so the Indians were slaughtered by your horse. Anyway, Michael, would you love it where this skirt out? <laughs> Dude. So, um, anyways, class, um, today we're going to be talking about education, and uh, we have our special guest here. Uh, go ahead and come up here. Um, Hello, guys. My name is Cooper Wentz, and um, <laughs> <laughs> just dies. <laughs> Actually, you, ever, you don't you hate it when your throat yeah. friend just closes off your lungs? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> throat. Friend. I think throat friend is technically somebody that you sing in a band with. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, so I just wanted to talk to you guys Acapella about joining this band that I'm in. It's just Latin for throat friends. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is A, Capella is throat friend. <laughs> oh, snap. Uh, uh, guys, thanks so much for coming to my middle school band practice. So today we're gonna be doing a little bit. <laughs> we're gonna be doing a little bit of singing, maybe some uh, guitar. I know you brought your guitar here. Guitar Jeffrey does not have strings. Okay, that's not gonna work for our band. <laughs> Sorry, I had just a little bit of a throat friend. Speaking of throat <laughs> friends, name of the band, baby. Acapella. <laughs> uh, talk about acapella, the heart friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you make up that term? throat friend yeah i've heard him i've heard it called a throat goblin before throat goblin okay makes a little bit more sense i like throat friend better <laughs> throat friend is funnier uh that's my least favorite thing uh, when i'm at when i'm in the outfield and there's a long hit and someone and steals a base yeah and, and you then get a free taco and they're like yelling at me from the outfield they're like throw it friend <laughs> and i'm just sitting there like okay i'm gonna throw the ball <laughs> oh my gosh um, uh, this joke is is not good, but um, yeah, just preemptively boo. Okay. Anyway, um, there's this guy at work, and he's wears he wears this jersey, and I it must have his last name or something on it because I don't recognize the name, but I also don't know what a sport is. You're saying you know every person who's ever had a jersey. <laughs> exactly. It must be his last name because I know all the others. I do. And not. 
I don't I don't even know what a sport is. Anyways, back but, to your work friend. Yeah. Um and the the jersey name is like K E I F R O W, like Kefro. And one day he it's was my, wearing... my least favorite thing when a prisoner is on Kefro. <laughs> 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 they like send him into a room and there's this guy named Keith and he just like slaps him. He's like, be good. <laughs> Dang it, I got sent down to Kefro again. <laughs> Anyways, oh, man. so your friend? Yeah, and um, this was like the worst joke of all time, but I needed him to throw me a banding knife. I have no idea where this is going. I'm so excited for the punchline. Yeah, I needed him to throw me a banding knife, and I just said, "Hey, man, can you throw that to me?" <laughs> he did not get it. And well, you I'm just like, said it. Said I said it so fast, like it sounded so normal. But I like he threw it to me. He threw it to me. Jeez, mm, he throwed it to you. Throat friend, it to me. But anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wow, this is bad. You might need to scrap this one. No. <laughs> so good. Um, and I just started laughing really hard. You're that guy. I was like, Whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Wow. Wow. The audience needs to chill out. So you've been to Kalahari? Yeah. What, what's it like there? Have you never been? I've been. Yeah, I have been. I oh. want to know your experience, though. Because some mm. people say it's crusty, but I've never felt that way. If you like the taste of pee in the mornings, come to Kalahari. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you want to be cold and also wet while you stand in line for a slide inside, come to Kalahari Resorts and Spas today. If you like Africa, but you hate Africans. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Come to Kalahari Resorts. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> that was good. If you like Africa without the disease torture and with more water. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh, man. If you want to drown, but not really. You can only go down from there. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no. I, there's really no... That, wow. That, was, that wow. was good. Yeah. Maybe one of your best jokes. That was you like really Africa? Good. With no Africans. Africans. But hate Africans. Come to Kalahari Resorts and Spots. So good. Woo-hoo. I like the idea that like that's an ad that gets put out, makes it through the whole marketing and PR department, and then you got this, like, this dude out there that has to be the one who comes out and goes... All right, quiet down, everybody. Quiet down. All right, all right. Okay, all right. So, okay, audience, I need you to listen up. Um, so I am a, an official representative, an ambassador from uh, Kalahari Corporate. Um, apparently, we had an ad out there, a little insensitive. Uh, so I just wanted to come out and say, um, we love Africa. Look at our theme, all right? We love Africa. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, um, Questions? and then everyone's just like we're still gonna go because kalahari is a trash place for trash people i like kalahari was that genuine you like kalahari yeah that was my answer no okay okay it was so summer and i like to go on like trips together but we hate making decisions like decisions are my least favorite part of our relationship because they're just hard to make does she want you to make them 
she wants me to make them, but she doesn't actually want me to make them. Because that's the same problem I have. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay, you want it's me to... It's not like a major... Like, I don't think it's ever caused legitimate conflict. Oh, you'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I plan on it. <laughs> I plan on it. Come at me again with where do you want to eat, and I'll blow my brains out! <laughs> yeah, I... Don't I, kill yourself, kids. It's not a good thing to do. If you like Africa. (laughs) Where would you go if you hate Africa, but you love Africans? Bad jokes. All sorts of bad jokes. I just got one. I I really want to say it. Chicago. Moving on. Uh, The why? (laughs) Oh, no! Gilbert, no! I refuse to take any of this out! It's stuck forever! You have to take that out. Ooh. Dang it, Cooper. I wasn't going to edit anything, and now I feel like I have to edit both of those out. You have to edit those out. I, oh, man. Oh, man. I'm, I don't think I will. You just can't show people. <laughs> this is going online, Cooper. Let's talk. Okay, this is the thing that I actually want to talk about that kind of has to do with the fact that we just made an insensitive and very racist joke. Right. <sighs> racist jokes are bad. You think? I do. To a certain degree. Because I think that pointing out there there's a difference between a racist joke and a joke that has to do with race because i don't think i think a racist joke is when you say that somebody is worse than they are like all the the joke that we just made pointed out that a lot of black people are in chicago and at the y these things are not untrue but we true that is today but it's very true <laughs> at, the, at the y though <clears throat> yeah i only said that because it's got a water park what does that have to do with black people? No, because Kalahari's water park. So by contrast, it was a very sensical joke. Oh, I didn't follow that at all. Dude, I have so many throat goblins. Did you hear that one? <laughs> yeah. That was, I didn't follow that at all. <laughs> oh, I need to stop drinking Lacroix. Anyways. Did you know I dated a black girl? No. For like a year. How old are you? You're like 18, right? No. 12? Am I getting closer? Basically 12. No. Who did you date? Well, you don't have to. You can tell me after. I can tell you. Um, But no, I'm I'm 19. Get it right. Sorry. I was going (laughs) to say I'm sorry, but then I realized I'm not sorry. Okay, crowd. I'm done with you. Um, Every time you guys boo, that's one more of you kicked out. We no longer have a crowd. Mm. We're all done with the crowd. Um. Anyways, let me let me finish. Back to like racist jokes. Oh yeah. Like a joke pointing out that there are black people in Chicago is not in and of itself racist, but it feels bad because so many other people have made jokes that are mean toward black people. Right? Like in no way am I ever saying that any race is inferior to any other race. You know, this even like the idea of ethnocentrism, right? I view the world through my ethnicity. That's that's something that you kind of do like tacit ethnocentrism is an actual like anthropological term. So to make those words make sense, in the study of human beings, we naturally view other races through the lens of our own. So I view right, other people, intrinsic. other things through my own lens. And so that has the, t- the propensity to turn into me being racist, which is why racism exists because it's something I don't understand. And so I label it as bad in the same way that I look at an African tribe and I think they should be using an iPhone. Their life must be terrible. And it's like, no, they're probably so much happier than I am with an iPhone. 
same thing is like I'm viewing them through my lens. And so making a joke that is pointing out where black people exist is not racist in and of itself. Making a joke that disparages black people is bad. And so, I don't know. I feel like I'm definitely not going to cut out what we said. I don't think it was wrong. I don't think it was bad. And I don't want to edit stuff. Well, that's fair. Um, and along with that, I think that it's important to talk about when it comes to race, like we can choose to be as offended as we're going to be. But the reality is that if a person knows me and knows you, they know that we are not racist people, you know? I don't know. What do you think? Um, do you think I should cut it out still? I will if you want me to. No, I don't have a problem with it. Um, the question is, though, is will someone else have a problem with it? And do you care if someone else is offended? That's a question for you, because for me... I don't care if someone else is offended. <clears throat> I don't know. Even the whole calling people black instead of African-American, I don't know. Is cause that a thing still? For some people, yeah. What? I've never heard a preference either way. I've heard some people that are like, I'm not black, I'm African-American. And I've heard a lot of people say, I'm not African-American, I'm black. Like, I'm never okay. from Africa. I am an American, and I am black. Like, I'm a different skin color than you are. But even with that, like, it gets it gets really weird, and people can choose to be as offended as they want to be. Um, but I think that they're, you know, it goes without saying that everyone is freaking equal, man. You know, we were talking, was it you and I, about homeless people and how they're kind of yeah. the, yeah, we were talking about homeless people and how they're, like, the ones, I there is an entire family of friends that is coming out of my throat and it's so frustrating. <laughs> a, family <of> a family of friends. That's Interesting concept. It's my favorite TV show. Family. <laughs> family friends. You know the one where everybody gets up there and they feud. Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> family and Ferb. <laughs> wow. Anyways. This is going places. Homeless people. <laughs> is that what we were talking about now? <laughs> well, we were talking... Well... I want to. I, I was, do want to delve into this topic of racism um, from a white person's perspective. But right. I'm actually not kidding. Two white boys talk about racism. I'm not kidding because yeah, I feel it. like. Um, what does the crowd think about that idea? Bunch of white crackers. <laughs> um, Speaking of which, Club Crackers was last week. Sound bites. Great. Great. Wow. That was maybe my favorite sound bite so far. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Anyways, not the free taco. Welcome back to racism from a white guy's perspective. <laughs> um, oh, different thing. I, I want to say something, and then you can talk about that. Went to the um, Washington Monument, um, which is the super tall one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't, Cooper. Some people aren't from Washington Monument. You just say it's the pencil. It is the pencil, but mm -hmm. I we were walking and we were maybe like twenty yards away from it on this sidewalk, and I was walking. I was getting so bored. We had walked for eleven miles, like just to all the different stuff around the city. And there's this dude that was walking by the other way, and I go, "Hey man, do you know where the Washington Monument is?" <laughs> like, and we're like twenty yards away from it, and he like looked at me and just kept walking. Didn't were you actually it. joking? Oh, 100%. Oh, that's so good. I thought it was so funny. And like, <laughs> my hilarious. whole group is dying. And like, I was like, yes. And that guy was just not having it. And I was so mad because I was like, dude, you should have laughed. That was so funny. Anyways, second funny moment. We were on the the subway, whatever, the train there. And there's this dude who won't shut up. He won't He won't stop singing. He was and singing? Like, very aggressively oh, singing about how the the Washington, whoever in the World Series, and they were going to win that game. He was singing. Everyone was telling him to shut up. And then eventually he got off the train, and I was looking at... <laughs> people were actually telling him to shut up. Yeah, all sorts of people. He was like... Are you serious? Drunk and like wouldn't stop. In like, Washington, D.C.? 
Because yeah, I've not even seen that in New York. Because I've seen... Everyone else was being very courteous, and this dude was a turd. But I turned to my friends, and I was standing up, and they were sitting a couple seats over, and I said, you know, they talk about... Um, they talk about role models, but they don't often talk about father figures. And that's what I found tonight in reference to that guy as he walked off the train. Wow. And there were these two people who were sitting between me and my friends, and they were laughing at that. So those were Michael's two funny jokes. Anyways, wow. getting back to the racism thing, went to the Lincoln Memorial, and they have a plaque on like the stairs there, which is where uh, Martin Luther King Jr. gave his speech. Mm-hmm. And like you see the pictures. It was packed. like So many people there. And like looking out at that area and standing in that spot, like it still gives me chills just thinking about that. Like He had such a huge effect on the world and on the U.S. And just imagining being in that spot and be, like giving that speech to all of those people was like, I don't know, it was a very beautiful moment. Like, cause you, I mean, he is one of those people that will forever be remembered because he changed so much. It's um, too sad that there's too many Martin Luther Kings in the world. Yeah, there are a lot. so many of them. Yeah. And it's a very long name to have your street name be that. Can you imagine trying to put that on your mailing address and how annoying that would be every Plus time? Plus the junior. Yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway. It's like, that's 54 letters. I don't need that. You my... knew that off the top of your head? Because that's an oddly specific number. Why would I know that? <laughs> I, was, I, was... I was wondering if maybe you like read that fact somewhere. Like you, <laughs> you were drinking Snapple before this, and you read that, and you're like, I have to integrate this. What do I look the... like? A rich boy drinking Snapple? Yeah. I'm drinking a LaCroix I got from the Benton Den. It was $2.40 for 12 cans. Oh, that's phenomenal. Anyways... Two white boys talking about racism. This is great you because go. you're technically a producer and you're drinking LaCroix. What does that have to do with anything? I think that's the stereotype. I'm a LaCruiser. <laughs> <laughs> it's my least favorite kind of car. What were we... You, you uh, All that to come back to white people and racism and your perspective. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the biggest problem with my perspective is that Yeah, I think this is the thing with a lot of people is you don't really have one. Like you don't care because it doesn't affect your life very much. Interesting. I think a lot of people have that. And I certainly do. And I think that's the thing that comes with privilege. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel bad about that sometimes. But also, I don't know. I try to make... I, I like to ask a lot of questions when I meet someone that has a... um radical opinion mm, some not... of a different skin color <laughs> no no not at all but i have i have encountered a lot of people maybe this episode is just titled the one where michael is racist <laughs> <laughs> michael is racist for one episode okay sorry man tries ass so... man drowns wakes up racist <laughs> anyways back to your what were you talking about? Yeah, when you I was meet somebody say, with a different radical opinion. Um, because I've met minorities that have a really radical opinion well, about punch the, table the specific <laughs> demographic uh, of white lots of people males. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I've I've met people that you always ask the opinion of. You want to listen to I want to listen to people opinions. that have really radical like there's this guy at work who is a flat earther and I ask him questions all the time. He's legitimately He's I've legitimately never met a, flat a real earther. one. I've met a few. That's surprising. Really? I feel like they're common now. 
it's a whole common i think that they are uh, not very well traveled <laughs> and so they all live by you this guy is well traveled no way dude. he is actually he's been to europe which is surprising he's been on a plane he's been on a plane if and you doesn't... don't move your phone i'm going to eat this microphone i like the way it sounds <laughs> um wait Okay, we're getting way sidetracked, but like you, this dude is a flat earther and he's flown to Europe. He's been to Europe. Or did he, he walk He slept on the there? plane, that's what he told me, so he doesn't really, because I asked him about that. Because I said, dude, I've you literally, because this is what I told him, Come I said, on. I literally flew around the world. He's like, can you explain that? And he said, yeah, I've, I've flown around the world too. And I was like, where have you been? He said, I've been to Europe. And I said, so you've been on a plane and you still don't buy it. He's like, well, I guess I was sleeping, but still. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> but no, his opinion is not very educated. He's not trolling you? No, he's not trolling me. 100% not trolling me. I, yeah, I'd know. He's not trolling me. No. He's... Was this Big Belly Bill? No. Who told you to stop eating like a fatty? No, no. No, that's someone else. Okay. Um. Yeah. So anyway, people with just radical opinions, I like I like to know. But I I have met a few people. What the reason I actually brought this up when I said I had dated a black girl is there were several people that we had encountered where like we'd be walking around in public or something, and we were never really super touchy. But there were a few people that like somehow picked up on the fact that we were a couple, mm. and legitimately like expressed their their dislike, like their disapproval. That's what they did to you. You were yeah. on the sidewalk. No, there were a couple times where that happened. I remember one. Seriously, yeah. where were you? There was one where we were walking into. I, I I have a vivid memory of this. We were walking. What's that strip with like Best Buy, Target, and it was it was around there. And mm-hmm. I don't remember what store we were walking into. We're walking into a store, and there were these two black guys who like kept looking over at us and talking to us. And then they like, when they were walking past, they made some comment about interracial dating. I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't nice. Really? Yeah. And then. I think the other one is we were walking in Polaris with her mom and there were there was a white guy that made a comment about it. He's like he just like saw us walking past, he's like, That's gross. And I was Seriously. Like, yeah. I remember that comment. I'm amazed by that. And that was the thing is I was amazed by that too. And I was like, as a white guy, I've never cared and I legitimately thought that the problem was mostly gone, but no, people can legitimately be like outright very explicitly racist. Yeah. And I honestly thought that it was more subtle than that. Yeah, because that's so interesting because I... No, I'm, dude, I'm not is, lying to you. Like, this I legitimately <laughs> happened. Like, I don't think Because I, I know it sounds like... No, it I don't It sounds a little lying. bit unbelievable coming out of my mouth, but it did happen. It happened twice. And I, to be honest, I actually haven't really thought much of it. I know my, um, my dad had this conversation with me. He told me not to tell his dad because he'd have a problem with it. Yeah, that happened a couple times in other family units that I will not speak of. Really? Other family units that I am aware of where, like, somebody that I was friends with was dating someone who was black, and they brought them to their family gathering, that, and there was an issue. Like, not a huge issue, issue, but it was, was not, awkward. But that was, this is the thing that interests me, though, is the fact that it was both races that had a problem with it. Like, I experienced it with two black guys, and I experienced it with one white dude. Yeah. And the other thing that's interesting to me is no one on her side of the family cared, like, at all. I don't yeah. even think it crossed their mind. Though it did, like, there were, like, legitimate conversations, though, that I had with her mother. She was like, look, interracial dating, like, I know it probably doesn't seem like a big deal, but trust me, it still is, and you guys, like, need to beware. Mm. And um, 
Yeah. What a horrible thing to have to tell your child when they're getting into dating. Like that's. I know it, it wasn't a bad conversation though. It was like just yeah. kind of an awareness thing. That sucks though. That sucks. It does kind of suck. It makes more sense that people who are black are like have to deal with those and kind of things. And she actually did make it evident though that she was like. She was like, I would honestly think it would be safer if you didn't. But she wasn't like telling us not to. I think, but I think that's honestly true. Not safer. I don't remember exact words, Probably but I remember easier. that implication that it's like you're not choosing an easy path type of deal. Hmm. Like it's going to be harder than you might think. And yeah, getting like those two comments was like a little bit more trivial than I thought it'd be. But I hate. Well, I hate racism, you know, like, but there's, there's something along with that where I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like, I don't know the statistics. And so I know I'm wrong, but it was like one out of every 10 people in the U S is black. Like it's not, it's not, it's not the majority by any means. I think that like, it was like five or six years ago when Hispanic people became the majority of the minority in the U S like the largest minority group that are people who aren't white in the U S are Hispanics. Really? I think that was a few years. I think that happened. Um, but even along with that, you, with black people specifically, like there's so much more pressure put on a black person than on a white person, because like, if I'm white, only one out of every 10 people I see is going to be black. And so my idea of this group of people, black people as a whole is going to be greatly influenced by the few instances of seeing a black person that I have. So I see, you know, one, I see 10 black people for every hundred white people. And if those 10 black people are not good people, then I'm going to be like, oh, all black people are not good people. Versus if there's 10 bad white people and there's 90 whatever other white people from bad to worse to neutral to good, I'm still going to be like, oh, well, as a whole, I only see that. And so we just see a small cross section of people when we only see like a couple people. And then having like, because even now I'm thinking like, dude, I want to have a person of color on this podcast to talk to him about this. Because, I think I think but even that's then, it's a like good idea just because you're talking about things that are political and if you're going to do that you would probably want to give other voices Dude, I just don't know enough people. Like I want to have everyone. I want to talk to everybody on this. Like I just want to hear from people. I just love talking to people. And so I'm thinking like, man, but even if I do that, even if I invite somebody on as like the token black person, which is not what it would be, but it's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly it's like, oh, this one black person gives account for all black people or they have, they, their yeah, opinion yeah, you is what talk all to, black people that's, think. Yeah. Like, that's no, what I'm saying is you want to talk to everyone, just, especially if you're going to have conversations like this. So yeah, dude, it is hard to, to find people though. Yeah, I don't know. I was talking to I've the one demographic that I've never really encountered, but I've always really wanted to have a talk with, just out of curiosity, is like an extreme feminist, like one that almost hates males. <laughs> have yeah. you ever seen those before? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I yeah. want to see that. I want to, I want to, I want to see that. I want to have a conversation with that. <laughs> With that, they would have a huge problem with that, <laughs> with you referring sorry. to them as that. I'm so sorry. But that kind of brings me into my other thing is, um, as you were talking about how, like, the statistics there, is I, I genuinely think, now, I'm not going to, like, define racism going into this, like, say exactly what it is, but to a degree, there are, like, some subconscious levels of racism within everyone. Yeah. 
just because of yeah things like that that you see or maybe like stereotypes that you pick up on through other people Mm -hmm. saying their stereotypes or them actually being stereotypes so yeah i think it's i think it's incredibly difficult to not have predetermined thoughts about anyone really that gets so tough for me because i think that that gets into the whole conversation about um what's it called something bias racism something (laughs) implicit bias or something like that no it's some it's some kind of bias where like you just naturally have it like it's something that you have to train yourself not to have implicit bias i think it might be what it's called well but basically you don't believe that's true no it's not that i don't believe that it's true it's that i don't everyone has bias toward everyone else because we view everything through my own lens so my bias is to think that what i am doing is the normal way to do things when it could be something that's totally different like there are people who stand up when they wipe after they poop (laughs) like a large like there's i forget the statistic on it but it's like i do you're lying and i'm not lying i don't believe you for a second i'm not lying i stand up i'm not lying. why are you laughing i'm not lying to you I'm so serious. If you're a stand-up pooper and you are not That's lying to me. That's why they me Cooper. <laughs> they, because you stand up when you poop? How did it they rhymes. know? <laughs> they waited until you. They, they, they like, punched out a punt at square before I was born. And they were like, <laughs> this, we know. <laughs> I like the idea that you're crouching on the back of the toilet. I, and dropping loads from on high. <laughs> That's my favorite new Kanye West song. <laughs> Dropping loads from on high. <laughs> Woo! I thought that was funnier than you did. <laughs> wow. Have you listened to his new thing? I have. I haven't listened to all of it, but I want to. I was going to listen to it today, and then I was in the car with a very old guy. He wouldn't have appreciated it. I like Kanye, but not enough to listen to him a lot. I've already listened. To, like I love all of Kanye's stuff. Um, and now that he's a Christian, it's How dope. do you feel about that, by the way? I don't know anything about it. So if I am going to rejoice after my friend that I've been ministering to becomes a Christian after like one day, right? They're a Christian. I've been like praying for them for a long time and they become a Christian. I'm like, oh, awesome. That's so exciting. So glad to hear you're a Christian. And then somebody says, Kanye is a Christian. I say, "Mm, is he though? Like, that's a terrible double standard to have. That that is. Why can't Kanye become a Christian? And so... I'm I'm rejoicing, that, man. That's awesome. Like more Christians who are I don't know I don't know if he's well adjusted, but like well oh, that's yeah. that's the thing is like that's that's really good, but when you have a really massive platform like that, and you convert, but you're unsure if you really want to change your lifestyle or not, mm. that could have a very negative impact. So like yeah, rejoice. I'm just curious as to whether or not you think it projects a good voice because i know nothing about him i'm just genuinely curious because i asked these same questions when um shoot, who was it who's the other celebrity justin bieber became mm-hmm. a christian i asked the same question like i know nothing about them but i i'm really curious because they have such a massive platform right it'd be so groundbreaking if they're if a celebrity's lifestyle and their ultimate um mission statement completely changed it feels like that's what's happened. 
Yeah, it, within the new album, for right. sure, for sure. So I'm just curious as to whether or not you think that complete revolution is taking place. I have no idea. I don't know him, but I hope it does, and I pray that it does. And like, yeah, I don't know, Kanye, be on the podcast. I'll buy a third mic for you, <laughs> right. me, you and Cooper. If Kanye would be on this podcast, dude, please, I would love it. That'd be awesome. I I don't know. I think that I have such respect for people who don't care what other people think about them. Even if it's like, like you were saying, like flat earthers and stuff like that. It's like, I respect you, but I still think you're an idiot. Like I will give, (laughs) I will give anyone the time of day. Like I will, I would love to listen to you and agree with you or listen to you and disagree with you, but I'd love to listen to you. And that's, that's what it's all about. That's what this is all about. I think at this point in my life, you could almost convince me on anything. If you had enough to, uh, to sway me. Like any, any like me specifically, or just a person in general. general. You, yeah. Me or general. General you, yeah. General anyone. General anyone, yeah. General you still sounds like me, I... but I'm a general. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm so. What was the thing that we said? Throat friend. That was funny. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it because I I just finished my Lacroix Tangerine, not the best, but like I said, two forty for twelve pack. I'm on board. <laughs> but I finished it, and I'm still like there are hundreds of friends crawling down my throat. Mm. Wow. That's my least favorite version of uh, monkeys jumping on the bed, <laughs> crawling down my throat. Them <laughs> little throat friends crawling down my throat. <laughs> One fell off into the moat. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Right? Congrats. Yeah, what does the crowd think? <laughs> Screw you guys! <laughs> Man, who's... <laughs> <laughs> Who is ever gonna listen to this? <laughs> this is the worst. No, we've been we've been too radical on this. <laughs> Dude, this has been okay. This has been really weird. And I hope that there's somebody who listens to this at some point and is like, "Dude, this is my kind of weird." Because that's all I want. I want to meet other people who are my kind of weird. <laughs> that's fair. You know, because that's what I think that the internet is great in providing people avenues to like find other people who are their kind of weird. You know. Like flat earthers. That's true. Flat earthers, if you want to be friends, come be my kind of weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have met. See, I I told you I met two flat earthers. The one flat earther I met was just doing it for a statement, just like their Logan whole. There is he really? No, he did that thing about it though. You see that some documentary about no. it. Yeah, he did a documentary about it. I didn't watch it, but he did it. Well, the the person their their point was really relevant. Just it was just talking about how science is just um all about reducing uncertainty, not proving anything. Cuz you can't really prove anything. There's always like an element of possibly being incorrect. So, that's like their whole statement. And sure, you could get into a debate about that, but like from no like, ultimate truth kind of a thing, no ultimate fact. Like there's always some there's always an of uncertainty. Not always like you cannot be a hundred percent certain on everything. Like you just gather enough evidence to say that you're probably correct. That the chances are like ninety nine point nine nine. But there's always like some level of uncertainty, and that's basically their point. Dude, living in living and thinking about how there's uncertainty and everything would be the mo- the, the worst way to live, though. You've never lived like that? 
I Every time have. I sit down, I'm like, I could be on the ground right now. <laughs> this chair doesn't work. Well, I think the ultimate, I, I think, because I've heard the same um, argument like uh, down a similar avenue that we could just be brains floating in space in like some simulation or something. Like you've heard all that other stuff. It's like a similar, similar premise. People are just doing it for a social statement. So, dude, I now realize the the fourth sound effect that I need on this soundboard is the an alien alien theme? sound effect. You're right. A... <laughs> oh, whistling like over that. mics is terrible. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Is that the one, the the Illuminati theme? That is the Illuminati theme, but I'm talking about, let me just pull up alien music real quick. <laughs> alien sounds. You're going to know exactly. I'm hoping it's the one that I'm thinking of. In Earth's alien sounds? No, I'm just, I just want generic alien sounds. What green... Alien sounds like no. This is let's listen to free alien sound effect. That one. That's good. That's the alien sound effect that I want. That's very good. That was my ringtone for a while, back when I was twelve. You're the worst. I was the worst. Wow. That was back when I had a shrine to Bob Lazar himself. I think this is the one that gets scary. <laughs> that's horrifying yeah anyways someone um, should add your voice to the end of that just, <laughs> <You could. yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or like your throat friend oh man um so to completely switch gears i drove through the town of red haw ohio today i've never even heard of that place it's two words on the sign <laughs> red space h-a-w Red Haw, Ohio. <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? I, I know, right? <laughs> Did you laugh when you drove past it? Oh, yeah. I drove past it, and I was driving, and so I told the dude in the passenger seat, I said, I need to pull over so I can type something down. Not, no, I didn't actually do that. I just typed it down because I'm the worst, and I'm unsafe. But in Red Haw, there's no drivers. I could have killed myself. Don't text and drive. I made a note to myself, and I should have done it through audio, but I didn't because I'm the worst. All this to say... I took a note while I was driving that said Red Hall, Ohio, because I thought it was so funny. This is terrible. This is this podcast is filled with so many bad things. Right. This is terrible. Weed. When you post this, you should just censor the whole thing. Just like one line <laughs> over the just, whole audio. Or we could title this one um, Weed, Sex, and Racism. <laughs> <laughs> and how it relates to Mansfield Christian. Weed, Sex, Racism, and Christianity. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man, that's pretty good. Anyways. I, I honestly feel like this underlying sense of guilt <laughs> now that this has been recorded. Really? Because I felt such a strong urge to let that joke out, and now I'm just like in the back of my chair, like my eyes like glancing back and forth frantically, like, should I have said that? <laughs> no. It, it wasn't a bad joke, though. <laughs> it feels terrible. Uh, we're back on the racism thing. My, okay, my moral compass. Three people are gonna listen to died. him to this, right? Three. One people. of them might be Becca, and Becca might be mad at me because she has way more experience with that whole side of things with black people. You can say black people. No, just with minorities in general. Doesn't she? Isn't that her job? <laughs> well, she counsels at-risk youth. Oh, 
many of them are black because the society is rigged because society is well, always then, yeah, rigged she'd, against she'd black have people. Way more experience. Yeah, and so. And I just don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> well, I think that we explained ourselves enough to where, like, right? But I still, it still feels a little weird. Well, yeah, but I, I also... can still cut it out if you don't want me to put it in. I'll cut it out. And <laughs> everyone okay. will be so mad because they'll be like, "What did he say?" <laughs> I kind of want to cut it out just for that <laughs> because we've been talking about this for like forty minutes, and they'll be like, "What? What, what did he say? Oh what was gosh. the joke?" The joke wasn't even bad. Um, so Red Hot Ohio, <laughs> Wikipedia has one. <laughs> one line about this area yeah there's like nothing there there was nothing there red hot is an unincorporated community in ashland county in the u.s state of ohio history a former variant name of red hall was lafayette lafayette was laid out in 1835 so that's it like that's what and then it says a post office called red hall was established in 1867 and remained in operation until 1904 they had a post office once. They had a that's post office once, all, but not that's anymore. That's all that's there. Yeah. And so there's like nothing here. And it's like, I wanted to like read some very long thing about Red Haw, but like there's nothing. There's nothing which, on it, which is probably a little bit more gratifying. Which, I mean, honestly, it makes it me feel a mystery. like a little spooky. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what's going on out there. Aliens. S5. S5. <laughs> oh! I feel like people are going to get sick of us talking about aliens. <laughs> but today, I was in the truck with a guy that hopefully will... <laughs> so. Well, I, I know a way to yeah. weave this in very well. Aliens are racist. Are, well, close. <laughs> are aliens minorities? If they come to this planet, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, and we should be racist against them. We should. We should enslave them. <laughs> we really should though they're not human it's easier to dehumanize them man i had a really good conversation with the dude that i was driving with today he turned seven today shout out ken happy 70th seven? oh 70 <laughs> he turned seven today great conversation got real deep a little awkward he couldn't lift the copiers um yeah so we were talking and he was he's 70 so he's older and i was talking about the difference between like our generation posts anything online because we just don't care because everyone has awkward things that they posted at some point. And his generation is like, he's probably never posted online. And so he was like a little uncomfortable with the idea of doing a podcast just because he had never really thought about doing them before. He's like, I've heard of them, but I'm never going to. And I was like, dude, why won't like you should come be on my podcast. It'd be so fun because we were having such a good conversation. I don't say that to everybody because some people suck at conversation, but I was saying that to him and then it was interesting thinking about, like, he would be uncomfortable because that's the most he would have ever done online is, like, talking for an hour. Hmm. When it's, like, I've posted – I haven't been on social media that much at all. But when I was younger, I was posting all the time on Facebook. Really? Yeah. And so it's, like, there's just so much stuff out there that's, like, if you wanted to embarrass me, like, I'm sure you could find some stuff. I don't think you can find anything on me. You can find a few things that I do. Maybe, maybe a few. I heard you posted art on Glasgow or whatever that was. So you don't even know what it's called. Visco, I remember oh, now. snap. <laughs> Idiot. I don't know how embarrassing that is for me. I don't right. know if you could find it. I was even. an artistic boy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I. It's very, uh, very human to think logarithmically. <laughs> To be like, I've never posted anything before. So the one thing I do post, it's got to be good. What do you mean logarithmically? 
I don't think, know exactly. I've heard that word. Seen I think that humans word. think in fractions. What does that have to do with him posting something? Because if you've never posted anything before, and the first thing you're about to post, like you're like, it better be good or it better be worthwhile. And if you're uncertain about it, why would you ever? Yeah, I suppose so. But if you've got like so much posted already, then like why not just like throw out another one? Like That's it doesn't true. matter. Here's the issue with this with this podcast and with talking to people is that you and I are very similar, like have very similar senses of humor, and we jive on that level. Um, in the words of Anna Green Gables, we are bosom buddies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So there's that. But then there's going to be other people that come on. And it's like, how would they feel about me playing alien sound effects and like booing them? You, you <laughs> booing would not them. play that with your 70-year-old friend. I absolutely will because I'm you not would. fake. This is my podcast. You really would. A hundred percent. Not as much I, as I've done this time. That's phenomenal. But like... I like I'm having Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown, you already committed. So if you don't come, I'm calling you out now from the past. But she committed and she's gonna come be on this. And I'm absolutely gonna she's gonna come in and the first thing she's gonna hear I'm going to I'm just gonna (laughs) boo her and that's how we're gonna start. And I'm gonna see how it goes. Because I think it's so fun, like people come into something and they're like, Oh, I know what I'm gonna say and I'm gonna talk about. It's like the whole Mike Tyson, like you, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. Like <laughs> everyone knows they're gonna talk about it until you get booed for the first ten minutes of being on a podcast. Right. You know, and I, that's what I want. It's like the whole throw somebody off and then you can have a real conversation. Like I had a plan been coming doing. in. Did you? you? Know that? I did. Talk about um, Taco Bell. <laughs> talk about Taco Bell, and which you we tried did. To punch me in the face, but it didn't work. I missed. <laughs> you missed. No, I actually I had a different plan. I. I was like, what What do I say when we get on here? Because I feel like that's like the, the critical moment of a, of starting a podcast. It's like, what's the intro? And I, I think we did a pretty good job. But I was going to be With like... the coffee shop thing. Hello, guys. I'm Michael's <laughs> new guest, Mute. And I just wasn't going to talk the whole time. <laughs> oh, man. I would have loved that, dude. I would have absolutely crushed an episode by myself. Actually, no. That's a huge reason. It's like... I wanted to do a podcast by myself. But then I was like, no, that's the worst. Like, why would I ever do a podcast by myself (laughs) i feel like that's what gaming is gaming videos (laughs) i don't think so i think that i don't know maybe yeah no definitely not because gaming there's there's another draw to it well yeah i've i've there's like some comedians that i've watched where that's like their whole thing but what they say is completely unrelated to the game like, you get other people that are doing it to, like, show you something, like, some type of, type of tutorial-esque thing. But the people that I like to watch, like, they'll just be rambling, and that's just, like, a background scene to keep your eyes occupied. Oh, I hate that. Really? I, I think it's hilarious. so much. I think the, it's funny, the and people I'm, I'm like, thinking just, of are really funny. Just but. release a thing. Like, just release. It doesn't, why, did, why does there have to be something on in the background? Like, I can't focus with that on. Like, I'm not I ADD, think, but I have trouble focusing when that's on in the background. I I think for me it's the I think because it doesn't make sense it makes me laugh. Well, you laugh once and then it's still there for 5 minutes while we're talking. <laughs> and then 5 minutes later it's not funny. You're just like, "Okay, I guess there's some gameplay on some stupid indie game in the background." And I'm just trying <laughs> to listen to you talk about whatever. <laughs> I guess that's fair. But I don't I don't really have that problem. Oh, that's my own being, opinion. Being distracted on that front i've never been distracted in my life i am doing well nice are you doing well how are you you doing cooper (laughs) um let's get 
Welcome back to Let's Get Real. Let's get groovy. Welcome back to this coffee shop. Maybe I'll do it a thing where at the end of every episode I'll have a section where I get real with people. Oh wow, it's already five thirty eight. Oh yeah, dude. It's been like an hour and a half. Wow. We've already been really racist. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Two like... hours early for our usual episodes. <laughs> wow. Usually we weed them out until four hours in, and then we get into the real raunchy stuff. Racism and death. <laughs> and the aliens. <laughs> right. No, aliens from the beginning. But racism right. comes later. Maybe that's a great name for the podcast. Racism comes later. <laughs> aliens in the beginning and racism comes later. <laughs> that's good. Hey, so Cooper, how are you? Like, real how talk, how is my dude Cooper doing? Um... I don't like work. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I've realized how essential purpose is to your overall well being as mm-hmm. a human being. Um, I think this music is so sad. <laughs> it's actually sad. Well, you're sad, Cooper, so <laughs> what am I supposed to do here? I don't have a lot of outs! <sighs> now it's groovy. It's good now. I dig it. Well, 16 anyway. hours of background music for business. Cafe music. Wow. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out my 16 hours boys. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Purpose is essential. I think humans need it. I didn't come here for a philosophy lesson. I asked you how you were doing, Cooper. Yeah, and I... <laughs> Cut the bull crap! <laughs> and Give I, me the depth! And I don't have a lot of purpose right now. <laughs> oh, yikes. No, no, my overall... I like it. The Get overall deep. purpose is to save up money so I can eat when I when I go to school. Um, mm. But I, I've, I'm here for such a long period of time that you lose sight... Of, that I lose sight of that purpose pretty easily. Yeah. So... I'm not like I would not say I'm depressed at all actually. I'm I'm pretty pretty okay. Um but I definitely go through it's like during work that I feel like why why do I have to be here again? <laughs> you go through existential crises in the midst of the boxes. I don't know that it's existential. I'm not really questioning my existence. You go through stential crises. <laughs> Just stential. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. Um I go through stenchal crises during <laughs> during boxes. Yeah. But overall I it's probably the healthiest I've ever been. I'm I've got a half marathon coming up. Not according to Big Belly Bill. You yeah. eat like trash. Big Belly Bill says I eat like trash. But anyway, he's wrong. I eat well. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because I think it's something that that's another thing in the long car we talked about, like th- how to figure out um, how to find individual like purpose, like as a general thing. But then also like even in the process of finding purpose and doing that, you have to be comfortable with your everyday. Like you have yeah. to be OK, like saying, OK, every day is going to be a good thing and I'm going to be OK. Like I'm just doing life and that's OK. Yeah. Like finding happiness, like this podcast brings me fulfillment and i love Does it really i love doing it. i love that's talking great. to people man and so that's 
really why I started this because I was feeling that thing of like, man, I want to be a teacher. I want to be all these things. Like I want to foster kids. I want to do this stuff eventually. But like right now. You took it as a sign to get a hobby. <laughs> yeah. And like the yeah. other hobbies that I have are kind of like they're hard to do by myself. Like volleyball. Can't, you can't play that... volleyball by yourself. Right. And like. All these other things is like, you know what you can do is just talk to people, man. I love talking to people, and this is just an excuse. Well, you're not really by yourself right now, but it's a lot closer to being by yourself than volleyball. I mean, yeah, I would much rather not have you here, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. That's the point. Man, what if I just played this music? It's good. It's, it's a jam, dude. It really is. What if I played it for a whole podcast? I feel like that would be the worst, though. That would be like Probably actually would. listening into somebody's conversation at a coffee shop. <laughs> You're like, the, this isn't a podcast. Someone pulled out their phone from another <laughs> table. Yeah. <laughs> These two people are wearing suits. They look like they know what they're talking about. They're drinking coffee. They probably know they aliens. They both drove a Rolls Royce in. They're both white. And they <laughs> sound course. mildly racist. <laughs> so we would definitely get a good viewer base. So White and they're like, I'm going to follow these people around. <laughs> Anytime they sit down for coffee, I'm going to whip out my phone. And that I that was a rabbit hole. I like the idea that being rich, white, and mildly racist means you're going to have a good viewer base. <laughs> it's it, true, though. It, it's true. Look at the president! Wow. Wow. The president. No need to get Obabo into this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. That was a very uh, Gen Z joke. That was so, yeah. <laughs> wow. I do mm. apologize. That's the thing is I feel like this is already so divisive, like this podcast. Like with but everything that we've said, because we've like, we've taken a dump on, let's this talk is about very it. First neat. of all. This is even more niche than our previous one together. <laughs> Where we talked about aliens for an hour. <laughs> but it, that's the thing is it was funny and I'm afraid, like that, that keeps the... I feel like that keeps the individual on track with what we're talking about. But on this one, there was a little less humor involved. I know. So it was just like, uh. dude, I don't care about the listener except for you. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Listen, look at me. Look at me. Stop. Put your phone down. Stop driving. Pull over. Pull over. Pull over. <laughs> Pull over and look at me. This just you know me. who I'm talking to. Shut me. up, Cooper. Okay. <laughs> Listener, you know who I'm talking to. I need you to look at me. I care about you. You're the only one. No one else matters. Okay? Anyways, I don't care about anyone who listens. Good. Except for you. <laughs> Except for you. You're pulled over now, I hope. Now speed up. I need you to hit that gas pedal. Watch out. Ooh, there's a child. Watch out. I need you to speed up. I need you to speed up. Right for that ramp. Fast and Furious 28. Fast, <laughs> fast and pretty calm. One. Anyways. Fast <laughs> and furiously calm. <laughs> yeah. That, that should be your podcast name. Fast and That's furiously calm. the title of this calm. one. Fast furiously and furiously calm. calm. Dude, it's got to be something else. I love weed, Fury. sex, racism, and Christianity. <laughs> no, okay, that's, that's, so, that's good. so good. That's so good. Ah! Right, you win this round. Ah! Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of built-up energy. It's been so quiet. What Maybe. does the crowd think? I love those people. I think the biggest problem with me today is that I got too much sleep last night. 
stupid me too. It was so good, but it was also weird. It was it was so good, but it's also yeah, my biological clock is thrown off and I'm significantly Is that what women are talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they get too much sleep? Yeah. <laughs> when they talk <laughs> So I forget that biological clock socially is typically referring <laughs> to the female's period cycle. <laughs> But it, yeah, th- that's not the only application. So stop well, stop being sexist. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I am... I, so I, your I, biological clock is running out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I, hope, actually, I hope one well, person the, made it till now, because this first is time, so funny The to first me. time I heard the term biological clock, it was in my um, in my anatomy class, I think. And we had to do... A paper about it and i think like we were just like writing about our feelings every day or something and what we had like urges to eat it was weird but then we were like supposed to map out our biological clock for a month and like the guys had to do it too they called it your biological clock in terms of when you were hungry well it was like everything because evidently biological clock is just everything that goes into your disposition on any given day is it something that you choose or just something that exists? It's supposedly something that you don't choose. So I could it's map out. It's just written on a track. So like if you were mapping it out, you could figure out how you were going to feel uh, this time next year. Like the exact same disposition. Like that. that's theoretically. For all my note takers out there listening to this as if it's a sermon, I need you to write down how Cooper feels right now. Yeah. And in one year, we're going to talk about it again. How do I feel right now? We're going to determine mm, if I good. have my period <laughs> <laughs> this time next year. Oh, weed, sex, racism, sexism, and Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you are doing well? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Let's talk through everything that we've talked through this whole podcast let's go from the beginning and sum it up really bad racist jokes first no let's start from the beginning oh right first of all mild racist jokes (laughs) that's my favorite taco bell hot sauce taco bell so we we can start off with cultural appropriation Mm, yeah first we talked about cultural appropriation probably led us into racism the world series a little bit Mm, christian schools and how everyone smokes weed how whoever stole a base fed america I just don't like that. <laughs> um, is that when we hit sound bites and you had a taco and I had bites. an off-brand yeah. Oreo? Is it off-brand? Yeah, try one. They're actually really good. Welcome to sound bites too. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny to watch. Here, have another one, and I'll eat mm. it at the same time. Let's cheers the Oreo. Mm, cheers. Oh, that was too hard. We had to get it over the mic. It was funny when only you were eating because then I could hear it. <laughs> now I just hear my own crunches. <laughs> no, the crunches in my ear have multiplied. So it's like for every crunch, <coughs> I get like <laughs> double crunch. <laughs> That's my favorite brand of Cap'n Crunchies. It's <laughs> my favorite thing to watch The Rock Johnson do. <laughs> Double crunch. That's what he says in the morning. He's like, I woke up this morning and all I felt were my own crunches. <laughs> all I heard were my own crunches. Excellent. Wow. Anyway, so we talked 
about racism. What the heck? We talked about so much. I think we can almost end on the Oreo because it's a symbol of white people and black people joining together as one. Hmm. Thank you so much, Martin Luther Cooper.